Like all great stories, our story begins in the dark. And the name of this world is Iglesias. Oh my god. I feel bad? Yeah, me, yeah. Yes, me. Alright, yeah, please. I uh I united all the animals. I could tell, I could tell. My name is Teg. I'm looking good, feeling clean. Yeah, I'm real. That Teg gets me jacked. <laughs> my name is Dylan. I am joined by Chris over here. Hello, hello. He's playing Alexander Trey Hager, and I'm playing everyone else. So here we go. You just got bitch slapped in the face by this big gladiator guy wearing a chainmail kilt. You stabbed him in the dick. He told you he didn't have a dick, so you didn't do a lot of damage. No to him dick, down no there. balls. This guy. He won the Sportsmanship of the Year for Gladiators Award. Sportsmanship. Does that mean what I think it means? And, and the Courage Award. Oh, God. And I have to kill this guy? I'm not going to lie. He also does a lot for the children in the community. <laughs> oh, 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 gosh. He organizes toy drives, helps out at soup kitchens. That's what the gladiators do oh, in this no. city. They just seem like bastards to me. <laughs> they are. Oh, uh, we'll see that they're multidimensional people. Like they do good, but they're also assholes. Right. It's possible. Right. Yeah. Maybe if you're lucky, you'll get an autograph. <laughs> Maybe if he's lucky, I'll give him one of mine. <laughs> All right. So here we go. You've just been knocked on the ground. You've uh, had a little bit of damage done to you, to say the least. Yeah, a little. The other slave that you were working with is now locked in combat with the guy with the great sword. Remember the guy with the great sword? His right arm, you have disabled his right arm, so he's really only using his left arm for this. You're on the ground. What do you do? Okay, am I, am I back to right headspace and everything? You're back to right headspace. At this point, remember I told you before the crowd is like 50-50 into this? Yeah, yeah. It's now looking more like 80-20. Like people are really taking notice in the arena. This is like the first contest of the day. So this isn't even the most extreme in terms of competition and bloodiness. But people are like, whoa, we're getting our money's worth early on here. And we got a whole day of fights left. He's fighting against a slave who, what weapon? What's my slave? What's this guy? Not my slave, but my fellow slave. A uh, slave guy has got a stick, ball, and chain. So he's got like a mace at the end of this stick, and he's just kind of swinging around. He has obviously never used one of these before, so he's like hitting himself a little bit, and he's like oh. trying to get it started. It's not looking good. I'm going to get up. I'm going to throw another knife now, back of the head. Roll 2d6 plus your dexterity. 11 plus 1, so that's 12. Roll that damage die. That is a successful fucking hit. 7 blood burts out of the back of his head and he just boom falls to the deck and you feel the bridge shake everyone's like holy shit guy with the mace is like oh, oh he thought he was gonna have to fight that guy luckily he didn't get killed or anything you managed to throw that right at the back of his head you kill that gladiator dead i'm now i'm turning back towards the silver section the, the section that loved me i'm turning back pointing at them again twofer Twofer. They start chanting, twofer, twofer. And then one of the guys is like, no, 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 threefer, three. They start chanting threefer, threefer. Threefer. Okay. I'm, I'm reasonably strong. I'm actually a strong guy. So uh, I'm going to pick up, uh, and I'm going to pick up this two-handed sword now. Nice. Okay, so you go over to pick up that big, hulking greatsword. Now, this thing is really heavy. Does a lot of damage, however, though. 
So it does a lot of damage. It does plus one damage, actually. But this thing is super heavy. It's also very messy. So when it hits someone, there, there's no little wounding with this thing. This thing does critical damage. As you go over to get the greatsword, you kind of look around at the battle, what's going on, and there's been a little bit of a turn in the battle. Kicks that short guy with the bald head. Yeah. He's got the trident guy on the ground, and he's just pulverizing his face into, like, mush. And the trident guy is, like, twitching on the ground. You look over at Teg, and he's got his hands wrapped around the guy who had the axe. The axe is over on the ground, and Teg is squeezing the guy's face, right? And the guy's like, ah! And Teg has his thumbs like dug into his eye sockets and he's He's like saying something in some language you don't understand and squeezing this guy's face the other slaves who are alive Some of them whom are like wounded. Yeah. are surrounding girl with the bow and girl with the bow is like Holding them off as they try to attack her. what kind of weapon does she have right now? Just the bow still just threatening physically or what is she doing? She's got two kind of halfway in between a short sword and a dagger Picture what, like, Legolas has in Lord of the Rings. You know, those, like, sweet elven Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she, she's abandoned her bow now. She's, like, put it on no, her she's, back. Yeah, she's got it on her back, and she's got, like, hand-to-hand okay. -hand shit. And she's, like, doing flipping kicks, and these slave guys are having a hard time with her. Okay, I'm gonna pop back up to the top of the bridge. So you go back up there. You running up to her. Uh, I'm not gonna run right up to her. I'm just gonna run to, uh, near her. Okay, sounds good. You're up near her. How many slaves are now left? So there's Teg, there's Kicks, there's you... And there's four other slaves who are surrounding her, some of whom were wounded. The guy who you threw a knife at his neck, he's still alive. Okay. He's still in the fight. He's like, wow, that guy's a trooper. I underestimated that guy. I'll talk to him later. Right. I'm going to shout over to this lady gladiator now. Sword now, resting it on my shoulder. Left hand just out, turning around at all the slaves into the crowd. Seven on one. Seven on one. You don't have to die here. Not today. As you say that, kicks and Teg come up from behind you, like, to, you know, make a great action movie poster. You know, oh my God, we're this. killing it. We're killing it out there. She does like a jump in the air and does like a split kick to kick two slaves in the face and comes running towards you. What do you do? Broadsword now facing forward, like a charging move mm -hmm. and just like start running at her now. Okay. And I'm going to like lunge into her. Nice. Roll 2d6 plus your strength. Okay, so that's 8 plus 1 for 9. Roll your damage die. Okay. Nice. So 3 damage. You go up. You stab her. She manages to dodge a little bit. You get her right in the leg, but you sever her leg. Okay. You sever, like, her whole left leg. She's like, oh, fuck! Okay, I'm going to pretend like that was intentional. Mm-hmm. Now put the sword back on my shoulder and do the exact same left hand out, turning around and go, you don't have to die today. Everyone's like, oh! Okay, you sever her leg. She's bleeding all over the place. She's uh. trying to, like, reach for her bow. Tegan kicks come over and they start fucking pounding her on the ground. Not in a sexual way. No. They pound her with her, their fists. When you cut off her leg, there's a big commotion coming from the lectern where the orator was. He's looking around after you cut off her leg. He comes out in front of everyone and he's like... I, I noticed this. I'm like, Tegan kicks, hold on, hold on. Don't beat her to death. They're like... Pff, pff, they're covered in blood. They look up at you like, what? Yeah, hold on. Don't kill him. I look up to the lectern, sword over, over my shoulder. History does not repeat itself today. The orator looks at you and says, we'll see about that. 
And he points at one of the doors, and one of the doors in the arena, because there's about eight doors overall. You guys came out of one of those eight doors. Uh. One of those doors opened, and about five more gladiators run out of it. Another door opens, and another five gladiators, just as badass looking and okay. cool as those first gladiators, come running in. I flip my sword, my great hand sword now, and just plow it straight through Lady Gladiator's face. Just bam, threw it on the ground. Nice. Yes, it is a success. It is a success. You stab her face off, essentially. Right, it just blows up. It, it blows up. And then I point towards the silver group again. That was your threefer. They're all like on the edge of the wall, like, yeah, baby, yeah, 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 yeah. Bunch of fat guys are like, woo, they're jiggling around and stuff. <laughs> yeah, they're jiggling, <laughs> jiggling the bodies around. I love it. I'm loving they're it. They're into it. They're into it. They don't know why, but they like you. The orator, once you do that, he starts pointing at all the doors and all the doors start opening and more gladiators come out. In total, now there's about 20 gladiators who are running up to the bridge. Put the sword like in the ground next to me, look up towards the lectern, shush the crowd a little bit with my hand, like try to bring it down. And I shout towards lectern, my name is Alexander Trehager from the clan Trehager of the famed rangers of the forest. Killing me and my comrades is a declaration of war. <laughs> a war, a simpleton town, city like this can never win. Economically, physically, spiritually, you will lose. The orator is like stunned. He's never heard a slave talk like this before. As you're giving this speech, the gladiators are coming up both sides of the bridge basically to surround you guys. So, so they're coming up both sides, 10 on each side or so, and they're slowly approaching you. Each one has got like crossbows. They've got new exotic weapons from the far east of Iglesias that you've never even seen before. Different faces and, and different skin tones that you're you're uncomfortable with and you've never seen. <laughs> Not racially, but just this like, oh, this is new and familiar. Not familiar at all. <laughs> new I'm and excited familiar. by these new opportunities. Okay? These gladiators are moving in closer. This, the crowd is like stunned that this slave is speaking like this. But the orator doesn't say anything. He's just gesturing to his gladiators. He's pointing at them and then pointing at you, yelling things at people behind them. Okay. Behind him. Up in the crowd. I'm gonna turn to the crowd now. Single-handedly, I have slain three of your gladiators. And now, my brave men and myself will be slaughtered like cattle. Is this a fate deserving of us? As you say this, these gladiators are getting closer and closer to you. It doesn't look like they're stopping. Your words are convincing for the crowd. And a lot of people are like, No, live, live, you know. But they see slaves die all the time. You're just another slave in the end. But... There's one door that hasn't been opened yet. You hear this, go. And everyone in the crowd kind of stops and is like, what was that? What was that? And you, all your slaves are, oh, what was that? The gladiators look at each other like, huh? Huh? And this door, go. It just go. And it starts breaking open. This like big door. And the orator's like, huh? enough, stop, stop, stop. And this door, go, go, go. And it starts pounding, pounding louder, and the crowd is getting a little anxious. P people, mothers and children start running up the aisles. And all of a sudden, this door, boom, splinters open. These gladiators put their shields up to cover them, because the, spl the splinters in the wood go that far. It's like this huge kind of explosion almost. And you hear all these, 
all these like animal sounds and these animals start pouring out of this door tigers lions there's uh even a giant like war elephant and, and then you see one of these animals coming out of the door is a wolf come on a wolf. Come on! Do you recognize this wolf? That's Frankie! It's Frank! Frank! <laughs> Woo! These animals run, they start running amok. They run up onto the bridge. They're targeting the gladiators. Okay? Okay. So the gladiators are starting to, like, these, these fucking tigers and lions are like running up and like and doing these like running jumps and like taking out gladiators some of the gladiators are winning but a lot of them are getting killed so you can see like these these animals weren't meant to come out now they were meant to come out at different parts of the day yeah you know different different events going on in the arena and frank is like doing this slow walk like looking around now frank is in your control this is how it works the ranger has a spiritual bond with his wolf I put my fist up like a hold move. Steady. Steady, boys. Don't fear these animals. The guy with the knife in his throat is like, I need to get you a hospital. (laughs) Not now, Susan. I I don't know what his name is, but I'm rolling with Susan. Okay. Okay, not now, Susan. And uh, I want Frank now to walk up to me, circle around back, sit next to me on my left side. Okay. On this bridge. Yeah, Frank like hops up onto the bridge. Like an eight foot jump is like no big deal for Frank, the wolf. He like comes up, walks up sits next to you. I'm going to start petting the top of Frank's head, and I'm going to point this sword at the orator directly at him, and I'm going to just yell towards him, we are no slaves. And when you say that, the whole crowd screams, <laughs> and people start running out of the arena. The orator's like, stop, stop. Oh, shit. So now there's this mass evacuation in the arena. Animals keep pouring out, and now a lot of the animals are trying to like jump up into the arena. More guards gladiators are running out of the tunnels trying to put a stop to the madness it's just absolute chaos in the arena now there's like a hundred guards a hundred gladiators duking it out with like lions and bears and all kinds of shit but they're leaving my guys and myself alone. you guys are in the middle of the bridge and you're the animals aren't attacking you're immune so far from their brutality i'm gonna turn to frank now frank you have no idea how thankful i am that you're here right now yeah I, uh, I united all the animals. I could tell. <laughs> I could tell. I could feel that you were near. I just couldn't tell. Oh, thank God. Yeah, I, uh, it's good to see you. Oh, all right. Well, <laughs> uniting was very short-lived. Glad. All right, we got to get the fuck out of here. <laughs> all right, on, let's go. All right, so I turned to the rest of the guys. I'm like, okay, guys, we got to cheese it. Let's get out of here. <laughs> I look at Teg. Stick with me. Kicks, maybe you too. He's like, ah, ah, ah. Teg kicks. Let's get out of here. Guys, great workout here today. Told you it was going to be a good game. We did it. Although there's all this chaos, they kind of look at each other and like a couple guys fist bump and they're like, oh yeah, we did a good job. I'll see you at practice on Sunday. All right, let's get the hell out of here. All right, where are you guys going to go? Frank says, oh, we can make a run through that door where, um, you know, we came out of where all the animals ran out of. There's an, a clear exit out of that door, Frank. Uh, I don't know. I, I was like in a little pen. I got locked up. But I managed to, you know. Okay, we're gonna we're gonna go with that move. All right, we're gonna okay, head for that. Thanks, door. thanks, bro. Frank, now of all times, unbelievable. Okay, you guys are heading for that exit. Go ahead and roll two d six plus. How are you? How are you trying to try to evade this this all this carnage that's going on right now? Because there's like basically a battle going on in the arena. So, but the door that the animals came out of was that 
I was facing the orator on that side of the bridge. Mm-hmm. The door was on the complete opposite side of the arena. The, the door is like under where the orator would have been. Oh, it is? Yeah. On our side. Okay, yes. so we're going to hop down the side of the bridge. There's a fair amount of chaos. There's like five gladiators trying to bring down a gold-plated bear, two or three war elephants. We're going to try and make as much of a beeline towards that door as we can while trying to keep our distance from this this chaotic combat around us. So, okay, great. Pure speed. Sounds like just running. Roll 2d6 plus your dexterity. Okay, well, that's a six. Okay. Yeah. As you guys are making a run out of the arena, you're stopped by the biggest of the gladiators. This guy is covered in armor from head to toe. He's got bright, bright gold helmet on, bright gold armor going down all the way from head to toe. He's almost seven feet tall. He's taller than Teg. Now, everyone else is locked in combat. So the only thing standing between you guys and the door is this monstrosity of a man. And he is armed with two nice scepters. And he starts shing, shing, like cutting them, like intimidating you guys. Before I go down the combat route now. Sure. Can I do an intimidation move? Okay. Yeah, towards him. Is that possible? Are you talking about in terms of a roll? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can parlay with someone, and I'm quoting directly from the Dungeon World Handbook, which you can purchase on DungeonWorld.com or Amazon. Sponsor us! <laughs> when you have leverage on a GM character and manipulate them, roll plus charisma. Leverage is something they need or want. On a hit, they ask you for something and do it if you make them a promise first. On a 7 through 9, they need some concrete assurance of your promise right now. I mean, if I tell the thing he wants and needs is his life. So can I parlay for his life? You like make a threatening statement implying that we will just kill him if he doesn't step aside. Roll 2d6 plus your charisma. What'd you get? It's a six. All right. He's not having it. You just hear from under his helmet. I was born to die in the arena. And here, if it may be so, will be the place which I die. You know what? He doesn't sound so bad. You know, he's got an honor code. So. He sounds like a poet. He does. A poet warrior of sorts. I, I just sort of look up to where I assume his eyes are because I don't know if I can really see it. You have a beautiful voice and a wonderful intellect. And then I just like drop my greatsword into the charging position. He like kneels to the ground, grabs two clumps of dirt, dumps them over top of his armor, and then goes back down and grabs his swords, does one more like shink shink, and then gets himself ready. Do you tell your group to do anything or are you going to handle this on your own? No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> I just made a threat that we're outnumbering him. I'm not doing a one-on-one. Okay. No, no, no. I'm going to shout to my guys. I'm going to say- Get him! (laughs) Get him, boys! (laughs) Kicks. Teg. Flank him on either side. Three-point action going on here. Frank, you stay stay next to me. I don't even have to say that, actually. Frank just knows to stay next to me. He's like growling like, I'm a wolf. (laughs) He's very intimidating. Tell us what Frank looks like. What kind of a, what color is he? He is a uh, a dark gray, bright white fangs, unworldly bright. He has piercing green eyes. For for a, a wolf, he's closer to like a dire wolf size. Right, he's pretty big. He's a big muscular guy, quick, reflexes, very fast and stealthy. Yeah. 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 Teg and Kix look, both look at you. They both nod at like the same time and they run out to either side, flanking from each direction. Again, with my sword pointed forward in like a lunging motion, I'm going to look at him. There's no glory in death. He looks back at you. Glory is but a byproduct 
of my creation. I love hearing this guy speak. So intellectual. Mm -hmm. And also a pillar of the community. Don't forget. Oh, no. Another one? (laughs) I'll donate something. As you are kind of approaching, do you signal tagging kicks to attack or do anything? Bring my left arm up for a second. Mm -hmm. And then just like bring it down like a signal to let's fucking go. Okay. It's on. When you do that, Kix is there first. He comes up, tries to stab this guy right in the side of the face. Doesn't even look like the gladiator sees him coming, but he just puts his arm up and elbows Kix right off of him. I'm gonna charge forward, but now I I can use Frank in coordination with my attacks. You absolutely can. I'm gonna lunge at him and Frank's gonna run with me and then sort of do a juke to the side and come at like a slightly different angle. Frank's like, let's get this fucker. Yeah, Frank Frank knows what turn it on you know yeah yeah roll 2d6 plus your strength so that that's a seven here's your choice you can go up and deal damage to this guy but the cost of that is that tag is going to be exposed to an attack or you can choose to help tag on defense i think i gotta gotta put the needs of the group right now above tag tag's a strong guy i think tag can take a hit if i don't get a good strike in now this is a good opportunity for me i think it might cost the the lives of more men and also don't forget that you can add frank's ferocity to your attack roll if you're attacking in coordination with my attack roll to my damage roll your damage roll excuse me you choose to do that tag comes up before you and frank get to the gladiator remember tag is not armed so tag runs up does like a punches the gladiator gives him two jabs right in the helmet Gladiator just comes down with a sword and swipes right across his chest all the way down to his leg and hip. Tag just gives out this and he falls backwards. He's on the ground, he's still moving and he's just kind of like clawing at the sand. But that leaves just enough of an opening for you and Frank to get in there with your attack. So roll your damage die plus Frank's damage. I am not getting lucky with these damage rolls. (laughs) So that's a total of four. You go up with this great sword. You stab right through his stomach. The sword is stuck in there. You hear this. Mortal flesh is nothing to me. Takes your hands and he starts trying to pull the sword out of him. Frank comes up, latches on to the guy's throat and is like trying to hang on to the guy's throat. So he's got you and Frank hanging off him. I'm going to whip out a couple of the daggers I've been storing in my uh, ranger thong and then just two daggers to the eyes of this gladiator. Just shove them in. Nice. Yeah. You do it. You just go up with these daggers. You stick right through the eyes. Luckily, Frank was hanging on to the throat area, kind of distracting this guy. Stick him in the eyes and it's almost like poetic. His eye slots start bleeding out blood down his mask and armor. Seems that I have met my match. Good day to you, sir. And he falls over. Boom. I'm going to walk up. I'm going to kiss the forehead of his helmet. There's one guy who's in the arena who hasn't evacuated. And he's kind of drunk. And he's like, good on you, man. Good on you. Quattro, baby. Now I'm going to turn my attention to Teg. How badly is he hurt? He's cut a pretty deep gash across his whole chest and his whole body. I'm going to grab Teg's face now. Are you going to make it, Teg? Can you make it? My friend, I cannot slow you down. The others will die. You need all your strength, all your speed, and all your courage to make it out of this hellhole. Leave me, but please take this. Holds up his hand, and he hands you this emblem, and it's like a, a necklace and an emblem. This emblem looks, it's like the island of Iglesias 
And then there's this kind of like these lines and squiggles on the island. It is a map to my homeland. Please give this emblem to my family. It is the only thing they will have to remember me. I have not seen them in so long. Please, my friend, do this and you will be paid so much. What is your last name tag? Where is your family? I don't know if I can decipher this map. What is Are you pulling life? out a pen and paper at this yeah, point? Yeah, I'm like, oh, like I'm not going to shit around. You must follow the emblem. You must follow the map. That is all I can tell you. To tell you the location of my homeland would be a mortal sin. Okay. You must find it out for yourself. And now Please I, hurry. I pull my greatsword out of the gladiator. I walk over and I lean down and I kiss Teg on the forehead. I will find your family, Teg. Bring up the greatsword push it through into his heart. As you're stabbing the greatsword into his heart, he says, Ah, a warrior's death. Uh, and he dies. I close his eyes. One single tear falls down the left side of my face. When that tear hits the sand of the arena, it reveals the sprout of a very small plant. <laughs> the guy with the knife in his neck is like, I, We can't have any more ceremonial burials, okay? We gotta go. <laughs> God damn it, Susan. <laughs> you guys start to make your way out of the arena. One last time, if you were to take a look around, it looks like it looks like all the animals have rebelled against all the humans in the world because it's the biggest animal battle anyone's ever seen. And it doesn't look like it's going well for either side. There's blood and guts and carnage everywhere. And by this point, some of the war elephants have s somehow managed to climb up into the arena seats they're knocking people around. Different guards are throwing spears, trying to bring them down. So it's an absolute bloodbath. So you, Kix, Frank, guy with a knife in his neck, named Susan by you, and three other slaves. He hasn't corrected me, by the way. I assume his name is Susan. So that's where we're going to leave it for episode three. Thanks so much for watching. I say watching every fucking time. You've been listening to a Rival Podcast Club production. To find out more information or to check out our other shows, please visit rivalpodcastclub.com.